Hello there, and welcome to 30 Days of Grum. Today's fairy tale will take you through 12 princesses and the curious case of how they are dancing the night away and ruining their shoes without being found out. Check out and see how it ends in episode 13, The Worn Out Dancing Shoes. Once upon a time, there was a king who had 12 daughters, each one fairer than the other. They all slept together in one great chamber where their beds stood side by side. And at night, when they were in bed, the king would come, lock the door, and bolt it. But when he opened the door every morning, he would see that their shoes were worn out with dancing, and no one could tell how it happened. Then the king issued a proclamation that whosoever could find out where they had been dancing at night might choose one of them for his wife and become king after his death. But anyone who came forward and did not find out the truth within three days and three nights would forfeit his life. Not long afterwards, a prince came forward and volunteered to undertake the risk. He was well received, and in the evening they led him into a room adjoining the bedchamber of the princesses. The servants made up a bed for him there, and he prepared himself to watch where they went and danced. So the princesses might not do anything in secret, the door of their bedroom was left open. However, the prince's eyes began to feel like lead, and he fell asleep. When he woke up in the morning, all twelve princesses had been out dancing, for their shoes were standing there with holes in the sole. Nor did things go any differently on the second and third nights, so his head was cut off without mercy. And after him came many more brave men who volunteered for the risky venture, but all of them had to leave their heads behind. Now it so happened that a poor soldier who had been wounded and could no longer serve found himself on the road to the city where the king lived. While walking along, he met an old woman who asked him where he was going. I don't really know myself, he answered, and added jokingly, I should like to find out where the king's daughters dance their shoes to shreds and then become king. That's not so very difficult, said the old woman. You just mustn't drink the wine that is brought to you in the evening and only pretend to be fast asleep. Then she gave him a little cloak and said, when you put this round you, you will become invisible and can creep after the 12 maidens. With all this good advice, the soldier started to take the matter seriously. He took heart, went before the king, and offered himself as a suitor. Like the others, he too was well received and dressed in royal clothing. In the evening, toward bedtime, he was conducted to the chamber near the princess's room. And when he was about to go to bed, the eldest princess came and brought him a cup of wine. But he had tied a sponge under his chin and let the wine run into the sponge and did not drink a single drop. Then he lay down and after lying there a few moments, began to snore like one in deep sleep. The king's 12 daughters heard this and laughed. The eldest said, he too might have done better to save his life. Then they got up, opened wardrobes, chests, and boxes, and took out magnificent dresses. They dressed themselves before the mirrors, skipped about, and looked forward to the dancing. Only the youngest said, You are all full of joy, but I have a strange feeling that misfortune is about to befall us. You are a silly little snow goose, said the eldest. You are always scared. Have you forgotten how many princes have already been here without success? As for the soldier, I needn't even give him the sleeping wine. The fool wouldn't have woke up anyway. 
When they were all ready, they first cast a glance at the soldier, but he had his eyes closed, did not move or stir, and so they believed that they were quite safe. Then the eldest went to her bed and knocked on it. At once it sank into the earth, and they stepped down through the opening, one after the other. The soldier, who had seen everything, did not hesitate, hung his little cloak about him, and stepped down after the youngest. In the middle of the staircase, he suddenly trod on the edge of her dress. She was so frightened that she cried, "'What's happening? Who's treading on my dress?' "'Don't be so silly,' said the eldest. "'You only got caught on a hook.' Then they went all the way down, and when they were down, they were standing in a magnificent avenue of trees, where all the leaves were of silver and shimmered and glittered. The soldier thought, "'I'd better take a token with me,' and broke off a branch. The tree made a tremendous crackling noise, and again the youngest cried, "'Something is wrong! Did you hear that noise?' But the eldest said, Those are shouts of joy because we have freed our princess so early. Thereupon they came into an avenue of trees where all the leaves were of gold, and finally a third where there were leaves of diamonds. From both avenues of trees the soldier broke off a twig, and each time the tree made such a noise that the youngest started with fright. But the eldest insisted that it was all festive shouting. They went on and came to a big lake on which stood twelve little boats, and in each boat sat a handsome young prince. They had been waiting for the twelve princesses, and each took one into his boat, while the soldier seated himself in the boat with the youngest. And the prince said, I don't know why, but the boat seems much heavier today. I must row with all my strength to push it forward at all. Perhaps it is the warm weather, said the youngest. I, I feel very warm, too. On the other side of the lake there stood a fine castle, from which came the jolly music of trumpets and kettle drums. They rode there, entered, and each prince danced with his beloved. The soldier, being invisible, danced along too, and in one of the princesses held up a cup of wine, he drank it up, so that it was empty before she lifted it to her lips. The youngest was alarmed at this, but the eldest always silenced her. They danced there till three the next morning, when all their shoes were in shreds and they had to stop. The princess ferried them back again across the water, and this time the soldier sat in front with the eldest. On the shore they took leave of their princess and promised to come again the following night. When they got to the stairs, the soldier ran ahead and lay down in his bed, and when the twelve came tripping up slowly and wearily, he was snoring so loudly that they could all hear it and said, We are safe with this one. They took off their fine robes, put them away, placed the worn-out dancing shoes under their beds, and lay down. The next morning, the soldier resolved not to say anything yet, but to observe the strange going on still more. So he went again with them the second and the third night. Everything was just the same as the first time, and each time they danced until their shoes were worn out. The third time, however, he took with him a cup of wine as a token. When the hour came for him to give his answer, the soldier took the three twigs and the cup of wine with him and went to the king. The twelve princesses were standing behind the door, listening to what he had to say. The king asked, Where did my twelve daughters dance their shoes to shreds in the night? The soldier answered, With twelve princes in an underground castle. And he described everything that had happened and produced the tokens. Then the king bade his daughters appear before him and asked if the soldier had told the truth. Seeing that they had been discovered, they confessed everything. Thereupon the king asked the soldier which one he would like to have in marriage. 
He answered, I am no longer young, so please give me the eldest. The marriage was celebrated on the very same day, and he was promised the kingdom on the king's death.